you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. How you doing on a cold Tuesday morning here in the Music City? As we inch closer and closer to the Christmas holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to one and all. Thanks to all of our listeners. And if you're uh, checking us out for the first time, welcome. Normally, uh, it's a three-person staff. Myself, John Burton from News Channel 5. And Greg Pogue, the Hall of Fame sports writer. (laughs) Uh, But Greg is not with us today and for good reason. Patton, by the way, say hello to our five-star general, our producer, Patton Cook. Good morning, Patton. Good morning. A little cold drive into work this morning. (laughs) Cold drive in, cold in. I, I just can't get warm this morning. I'm still bundled yeah, I, up. Yeah, I see, dude. You're all bundled up, man. You got your jacket on. I'm going to uh, have my hot hands in the morning. I'm telling you, bro. It is cold, but by, by Friday, it's going to be 60 yeah. degrees again. And and based on what I heard, like Christmas Day, we're going to be walking around in tank tops and shorts. So there you go. It's going to be like 60, 65. Get the boats out. Yeah. So Greg is out again today and for good reason because, you know, we need we need an applause sounder. We do. Can you work on that? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do it now, but or if you want to, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to tell you what to do, Pat. You're a grown man. Anyway, we have wonderful news to share with you that uh, Alice Rose Tant has arrived. Greg Pogue is officially a grandfather. How about that? I guess she arrived what last night or early this morning. Late last night, early this morning. Yeah, so Greg's daughter... Grace was a trooper. Yeah, Greg's daughter, Grace, uh, uh, her and her husband, they had their first child, and Greg is a first-time grandfather, so congratulations. Grace is uh, doing fine. Mother and baby are fine. Everybody's fine. Pogey is... Well, I mean, he's Pogey, so, I mean, he, he, he's he, only going to be so... But so right. fine, but he's... All are doing well, so congratulations to the Pogue and the Tant family. Um, could not be happier for all. What a blessed event just in time for Christmas. What a present. Absolutely. Happy for Greg. Happy for uh, uh, Grace and Kyle. So, uh, not yet, right. So, uh, I guess Greg, from here on out, I mean, I don't know if life can get any better having his first uh, grandchild. Yeah, and he, and he gets to hang out with us exactly. for 10 hours a week I mean, what, doing radio. What I more mean, can geez. you ask? Yeah, so really happy for the Pogster. Uh, hit him up on Twitter X and and shoot him a congratulations on Twitter X. It's at the Pogster. So uh, could not be happier for uh, both families, like you said, for Grace and Kyle, the the Tant and Pogue families, and uh, beautiful Alice Rose is here and uh, um, saw the picture. She looks absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous, and um, wow, what a what a, what a blessing! So that's 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 fantastic, man. Do we have that applause sounder? Uh, I couldn't. Couldn't Come find on, one, dude. Well, and I can't try it out on air, and God forbid, 
Yeah, right. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's an F bomb right. or something like that. Yeah, I got you. Um, wow. How about that bowl game yesterday? Western Kentucky was down 28 to nothing, came back to win in overtime over Old Dominion in the famous. Toastery Bowl? Toastery Bowl after they gave all the players toast. Uh, <laughs> O-linemen were loving life. I'm uh, sure, man. Hey, there's nothing no. like two slices of toast to go with your eggs and your bacon, mm. bro. Now, sometimes, now, I you know, I live in the South now, so I put butter on everything. <laughs> um, You know, it's, it's funny. I'm old enough to remember when we used to put margarine on everything, and we thought margarine was better. Than butter. Margarine's got God knows what in it. It was a different time back then. We yeah. ate so many processed foods thinking it was good for us. It wasn't that long ago where people thought smoking cigarettes was good for you, okay? So, uh, you know, you're a young guy, man. There's a, there's a really bad history here in this country of eating bad food and doing, you know, putting bad things into our bodies. But anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes I'll put peanut butter on toast. Um, forget about it. That is a that is a tasty treat. But anyway, congratulations to Western Kentucky. We're gonna have Brad Powers on next segment, and uh, curious to see what the uh, what the betting public thought of that uh, outcome. Monday Night Football last night, Drew Schlock, yes, is alive. Leads the Seahawks on a 92 yard game winning drive to upset the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles have now lost three straight. They went from being the number one seed in the NFC. They're now Basically, looking at a wild card, and I'm telling you, if San Francisco gets home field, forget about it. Dallas, you're not going in there winning. Philly, you're not going in there and winning. And uh, as a Giants fan who sports hates the Eagles, I love seeing them fall this late in the season. Uh, Listen to a little bit of talk out of Philadelphia. Everybody's going absolutely berserk. And, um, you know, a lot of people are saying this isn't really that good of a football team now. Um, I don't know if you caught Monday Night Football last night, but, man, I was happy for Drew Locke. Yeah. I, you know, when 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 Nashville had the draft here, um, he was one of the top quarterbacks uh, in that class to be drafted. And I ended up doing an interview with him, I think, the day before the draft. And I'm telling you, he's a nice kid. And I don't know if you saw his interview after the game on the field with Lisa Salters last night. Do we have it? Got it right here. Let's, folks, I want you to listen to the emotion of Drew Locke after, you know, a guy that didn't know he's going to start, I guess, until he got to the stadium because mm-hmm. Geno Smith was not available. And he's had an up-and-down career, obviously. You know, he played at Missouri, got drafted by the Broncos, thought he was going to be the starter there. He got shipped out as part of the Russell Wilson trade, lost the starting job to Geno Smith, but filled in last night for Geno. And like I said, on Monday Night Football, National TV leads the Seahawks on a 92-yard game-winning drive to upset the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. Here's what Drew Locke had to say last night on the field with Lisa Salters after the game. Can you just describe what you're feeling in your heart right now? Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to describe the feeling of, you know, not playing for so long, or at least what feels like a really long time to me. And then you sit there, you watch games, you wonder, can I do this still? I haven't been out there on the field. That's the human nature of it. You get back out there last week, I'm like, you know what? I'm the man, so I can go do this. And then you got another test this week where I didn't know if I was going to play or not. Sure enough, ended up playing. We're playing the Eagles tonight. And the, the boys around me rally tonight. And it's just, gosh, it feels so good. It feels so good. I'm so proud of everybody tonight. 
Threw the game-winning touchdown pass to Jackson Smith and Jigba, a guy that a lot of people thought the Titans were going to draft this past <laughs> April. But uh, he's uh, he's doing big things up in Seattle. So uh, it's just a reminder to all the fans out there. And I know we love our teams and we get frustrated. And, you know, I think certain parts of the country, they think all these these players, you know, all they care about is money. They don't care about the game. They don't care about the fans, that kind of Listen, listen to Drew Locke. I mean, that's true emotion. He's not faking it no. there, bro. You know, this is a guy that, you know, he's been bounced around a little bit. He's been humbled. This game will humble you. Life will humble you, right? But pro football will humble you quick. Just ask Tommy DeVito. He went from the toast to the town, and, you know, I'm, he's lucky he didn't get out of bed this morning. He got sacked seven times by the Saints, and they were all mocking the Italian thing, you know, every time they sacked him. But I just felt so good for Drew Locke. Obviously, you know, I love seeing the Eagles lose. <laughs> But as a Giants fan, but I felt good for Drew Locke. That was genuine. That was not just, you know, oh, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to put on a little show here. Uh, and that was a hell of a throw, by the way, to Smith and Jigba for the, the game winning touchdown. Uh, DK Metcalf made some big catches in that drive, but I don't know. That was, that was kind of refreshing, that interview with Drew Locke. What'd you think? Well, and, and it's guys like him, guys like Zach Wilson. It just makes you remember playing in the NFL and kind of sitting on the bench, it's probably the first time in their lives that they've sure. ever had to This think. guy's been told his whole life yeah. that he is the best thing since sliced bread. Exactly. And like you said, the NFL will humble a lot of people. It's humbled a lot of uh, better players than Drew Locke, quite mm -hmm. frankly. Yeah. But had a great ball. It didn't – I just felt all game. It didn't play great, but, boy, did he save it for the 90s. Because he wasn't doing drive. much before that last drive, nope. right? Nope, and, not you know, at all. Give credit to the uh, Seahawks defense. And now, you know – you hear Hurts after the game saying we're not committed enough. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, New York's one thing, but Philly's another thing because, yep. you know, in New York, they expect the negative. Philly, they thrive on the negative. <laughs> so I can only imagine what is being said this morning on WIP in Philadelphia, the big yeah. 50,000 watt blowtorch, you know, all sports station there. Um, so when you have your starting quarterback who's an MVP candidate who would have been the MVP of the Super Bowl last year had you won it, for him to come out and say, you know, we're not committed enough. I did not expect that. I mean, this team went was started ten and one, now they're ten and three. And like I said, they're they're a wild card team now. Mm -hmm. Three straight losses. Well, and it <laughs> you it, just hate to see it. And <laughs> really that loss that bailed out the Cowboys, their letdown game. It's almost like mm -hmm. their game against the Bills that never happened. Yeah, it's a wash now. So I mean, to your point, and I, I thought what like you said, Jalen Hurts, what he said after the game. I was a little surprised. I, to me, that's throwing your teammates under the bus a little yeah. bit. And I know yeah. he's sick, and I know he's not feeling great, but Jalen Hurts wasn't all that good. He did not have to make that deep pass late in the game. He's at midfield, 12 seconds mm -hmm. left with two timeouts. Yeah. That was an interesting call, by the way. Throw, wasn't it, it? Th throw it in the middle Just of the field, get in field goal range. Get in field goal range, range force overtime, yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't think his decisions were very good yesterday, and comments after just kind of make you wonder where that locker room is at mm -hmm. right now. Julian Love, my guy, former New York Giant, yep. originally drafted by the Giants. Great two, play. Two big interceptions in that game. One the end zone, one to seal the game. So uh, happy for him. I wish he was still a Giant, but, you know, it is what it is. They couldn't get him signed in the offseason. Now, I'm not the biggest Seattle fan. I can't stand Pete Carroll. <laughs> I respect him. He's a good coach. He's, you know, whatever. But just to... Look at me, I'm 72, but I'm running up and down the field, and I'm rah, rah. I, I cannot stay. He, chewing that gum. He, oh, chewing that gum. He irks me to the nth degree. You know, I just, I can't stand Pete Carroll, but. 
Showed up to his presser with a backwards hat on. I know. I, yeah, I saw him. In, I saw him in the locker room <laughs> talking. Cool guy. Talking to the players with his hat to the back. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing, brother? You're 72 years old. Now listen, you look phenomenal for yeah. your age. Good genetics, you know. I happen to be the product of good genetics. A lot of people think I'm younger than what I actually am. So I I respect it from that standpoint. He obviously stays active. You see him during training camp doing push ups and stuff like that. But it just it. Uh, I think it's Fugazi. A lot of it's he's just putting on a, a, an act for the camera. He knows the cameras are on him, right? Oh, and TV loves them. The cameras yeah. love them. I, they do. Well, yeah, they loved him after he decided not to give the ball to beast mode at the one-inch line in the Super well. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you believe, that may have been on Russell Wilson or not. Yeah. Yeah. Not you know, to open up a can of worms here. But. Well, no, I mean, listen, I can't stand Russell Wilson either, so I'll open it up, please. Whichever's good with you. That's the that's the sound of the can of, can of worms being opened. Yeah, I mean, there was there's a lot of talk that he wanted to be the MVP, yeah. and you know, you have a you know league conspiracy guy, uh, you know that 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 says that the league told them to run that play because they didn't <laughs> want Beast Mode to be the MVP. Because remember, all week he was like, "I'm just here so I don't get fined," and he was just being a a blank to the yeah. media. I mean, there are so many conspiracy theories about that Super Bowl and the way it ended, right? <laughs> oh boy <laughs> uh, Big wins for our NBA teams last night Your Cavaliers shorthanded Beat the Rockets My Knicks out west Beat LeBron and the Lakers We're 2-2 two and two in our current uh, West Coast road trip And you know this Anytime you go on a West Coast road trip Whether it's baseball or hockey mm-hmm. or, or basketball if You can break even It's just so tough to go out there And you know be away from home For as long as, as, as uh, these trips are And I'm telling you man as a Knicks fan, thank God for Jalen Brunson. He is, um, you know, Julius Randle is, is is really good too, and Josh Hart, and they've got good pieces around them. But, uh, man, a lot of people are saying he's the best Knicks point guard since Walt Clyde Frazier, and that was in the 70s. Wow. I was barely alive. You were nowhere <laughs> near being alive. Now, they've had Derek Harper. They had Charlie Ward, the Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback from Florida State. Mm. They had Chris Childs. And, you know, they tried it with, uh, with uh, you know, Mark Jackson was really good, Rod Strickland. But, man, you just love a guy like Jalen Brunson. You just feel good with the ball in his hands. He seems like he can get a bucket anytime he wants mm. to. He can distribute. What about your Cavaliers, man? What did what they, you know, what is, what is their long-term or short-term, I guess, prognosis without – two-fifths of their starting lineup, and now you're hearing rumbles. You know, I guess Mitchell was asked the other day, is he going to re-sign with the Cavs? He shot down the question. How about this, Patton? How about we'll give you we'll give you R.J. Barrett and a couple of number twos for, for D. Mitch? Huh? Huh? Uh, huh? You know, John, I, I love my, my Vandy lad, Darius Garland. But yes. To me, if I got to pick one or the other, I mean, it's, it's a pretty no-brainer for me. Uh, to me, Darius Garland, he's going to be out for the next eight weeks or mm. so. I believe they've gone two and zero since uh, he's yeah they been, are yep. been out of the lineup. And I love Darius, and I, he when when they have the defense right on the other end, I think Max Drews coming in has kind of ruffled a little the the defense a liability because forever Okoro was that three, and really it didn't matter what Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland did on the defensive end. You had the, right. You're not going to get a lot of defense. Yeah, out of those right. Guys. You had the two seven footers and then you had a Coro kind of mm-hmm. making up for it. But 
to me, I, I like what Donovan Mitchell does a little more than Darius Garland, but I just don't know what the value is right now. Garland on right now on a max contract. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I don't know. I, to me, how this is all gone, I said it at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if Mitchell ends up getting moved just because mm. I don't see this going anywhere uh, yeah. for, for the Cavs. And unless they can get... It seems unlikely at this point that does. he's going to re-sign because, remember, he got traded there. Right. Like he and didn't sign as a free agent, for those that don't know. And, We're and talking he, NBA, everybody, because the Titans, the Titans are 5-9. and nine. <laughs> and, and, and Donovan Mitchell said all the all the right things about, uh, we'll just see yeah, where, where yeah, it goes. We'll, but yeah, we'll cross that exactly, bridge when we come to uh, it. Yeah. Give given Cavaliers fans and I'm sure the organization a a a, a warming pat on the back saying I'll be back next year. So we'll see. I I don't know, but uh, yeah, good for the Cavs winning a shorthanded. I like what they have, but just where the East is right now, John, they're so far off the pace. Yeah. And yeah. for a guy like Donovan Mitchell, he's not going to want to stick around for a middling Eastern no. Conference team. No, no, he wants to win. You're right. Uh. Yeah, so there's there's your NBA talk, everybody. And this this is what happens when your football team's five and nine. Yes. But we have a what appears to be a pretty good hockey team. The Predators back in action tonight at Bridgestone, taking on the Vancouver Canucks, a team that's uh, tied for the most wins in the Western Conference. So this will be a nice test for them tonight. We'll see what happens. Uh, coming up uh, later, we're going to have uh, Jimmy Wyatt from uh, TennesseeTitans.com, senior writer, editor. Uh, he'll join us at ten twenty-five just to talk about uh, what we can expect these last three games and. Maybe get an update on uh, what's going on with uh, Will Levis in terms of vis-a-vis -vis his ankle injury. We'll play some clips from Vrabel's uh, press conference uh, from yesterday as well. And take your phone call, 615-844-5600. But up next, we'll head out to Vegas, check in with our sports betting guru, Brad Powers. Stick around, Nashville Sports Radio. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. 
Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad sign. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's just the this. McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios. Let's head out to Vegas. Talk to Brad Powers. BradPowerSports.com. At BradPower7 on Twitter X. Brad, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. You're stuck with me today. Uh, the pogey bear, the pogster. Greg uh, is a grandfather as of late last night. How about that? Oh, wow. Congrats. Uh, if you happen to be listening out there, uh, congrats. I'll make sure I, I send him a text. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we're really excited to add uh, uh, another member to the WNSR family. All right, let's start with the uh, famous Toastery Bowl, Brad. Western Kentucky comes from 28 <laughs> down to win in overtime. What a crazy game. And just the look on the old Dominion coach's face after the game, like how in the hell did that happen? So how how did that outcome play out in Vegas? Uh, well, I can tell you how it played out here yeah. uh, in my uh, bankroll or, <laughs> or, you know, small, much smaller bankroll as it sits today because of that result. But uh, – <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I don't know if there's a game or result that pity me is uh, bowl season than that one. I mean, you got to, first off, a lot of the money on Old Dominion to begin with. Old Dominion opened a underdog in the game, as high as four-and-a-half-point underdog, closed a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, and when it's 28 nothing, uh, you're thinking you're in pretty good shape there in the second quarter. Uh, mm. West Kentucky benches their quarterback, which was a backup. They go to the third-string quarterback, and, uh, he throws for 350 yards. He runs around. Uh, Old Dominion misses three field goals. They have a first and goal even in overtime after they blew the game as it was. Still had a first and goal at the one uh, in overtime. Came away with zero points. I I don't know. I mean that was that was this. There's been it's been is not it has not been a good season. Uh, there's been a lot of bad beats. That might have been the the worst one uh, of the year for me. What's your overall betting guide for these bowl games? Because I'm sure a lot of people want to 
get action on these games, but may not be too familiar with the teams that they're putting action on or against. Is it a matter of just the number, the total, um, you know, how much research should you go into, you know, trying to figure out the best way to put uh, wagers on these games? I mean, honestly, since the game, the lines have been out for over two weeks now. I mean, I, if you're just, you know, walking up the window, hey, I'm going to go bet, you know, uh, Team A or Team B at this point, I, I think you're not doing, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. I would say now just, I mean, in-game live bet. I mean, you could have gotten West Kentucky 20-1. to 1. Yeah. I mean, you could have shut it down the rest of the bowl season. <laughs> now, am I, am I counting on a lot of 28-point comebacks for the rest of the bowl season? No, but I, I just think, at this point, I mean, I, look, I, I know a lot of people in my industry act like they know all the answers and all this, and you got to say with high confidence, you go, oh, we got to take this team with, you know, because mm-hmm. of A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. On both season, I don't know. I mean, I all I can do is try to get the best number as I possibly can and see where the chips fall. And, uh, you know, even with several, several points of CLB yesterday uh, and a 28-point lead, uh, didn't fall right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I don't know sometimes uh, with this. This is keep in mind. This is relatively uncharted territory. I mean, it gets worse every year as far as the opt outs, right? Uh, you know, the coaching carousel. I mean, it's getting to a point. I love the price uncertainty, but I I don't know these third string quarterbacks. I don't know how they're going to come in and perform for the first time this season. I haven't watched film on them. Some of the backups I obviously have. Uh, but when you get down the, the depth chart quite a bit, I don't even know if the coach really knows what's going to happen in these games. Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's a, that's an honest answer. We appreciate it. Brad Powers is our guest. Bradpowersports.com. Click the Bill King tab at the top of the page. All right. Uh, Eagles lose again last night. They allowed Drew Schlock to go the length of the field to beat them in the final seconds. That's three losses in a row. You know, Hertz is sick. He might be injured. There's grumblings now that they're not committed enough. But that being said, they're the they're laying ten and a half to my Giants on Monday, Christmas Day. I think you know. I say load up on Philly. I think they're going to let out their frustrations on what is a bad Giants team. And I think uh, Tommy Cutlets has kind of uh, come back down to earth. If it's me, I'm loading up on Philly Christmas Day against the Giants. What say you? Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I'm not a big guy on laying double double digits in the NFL, particularly in division. But I mean, you would have to think for everything that you mentioned that uh, that should be the mindset for the Eagles. Uh, I had them last night, so that was another one. Mm. Three close, five and a half. Boy, <laughs> Black Monday yeah, for Brad Powers, ladies and gentlemen. It was well, it was a Black Monday because I, I needed it. It was my two. Uh, Final place for a contest that I'm in, uh, uh, a handicapping contest, and I got eliminated last night because of those two results. I just needed to win one of those two wow. to advance. And, uh, yeah, I, if I'm fired up, I mean, uh, that's why, folks. Uh, <laughs> ten and a half, I, w- I would lay. I would be more on the lay than the take. I'm not sure that I'll personally get involved and say, hey, this is one of my favorite bets of the week, but I think you're in the right direction there. Yeah. Looking ahead to the uh, the to LSU's bowl game against Wisconsin, Jaden Daniels, I believe, has opted out. He's 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 uh, getting ready to for the draft and all that. How will that affect that line? I'm, I'm looking at LSU laying seven seven and a half at the current uh, current moment. Yeah, so I'm going to go contrarian. I'm going to say that that was already priced in mm-hmm. that he would opt out and then some because I think LSU would have been at least a 14 point favorite here. 
I like the backup, Nussmeyer. He threw for 500. I didn't misspeak there. 500 yards against Georgia last year in the SEC championship game. Uh, and LSU fan won't let you in on this little secret, but uh, before the season, I'll, I'll speak quietly yeah, for the LSU yeah, fan yeah, that might be listening. Yeah, nobody's listening. They, they, they actually wanted Nussmeyer over Jaden Daniels. They wanted to bench Jaden Daniels. So, wow. <laughs> obviously, they went wrong in that regard. Yeah, you but think? That tells you that, yeah. <laughs> but it tells you that Nussmeyer, they're, they're very confident in Nussmeyer, to say the least. I am, too. I'm laying it with LSU. I like that one quite a bit. A lot of these mm-hmm. times, I'm going to say, hey, the line's moved too much and this and that. You can't bet it now. This one, it's moved too much, so let's go ahead and play against the line move. I, I love LSU. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, back to the NFL real quick. I mean, with the Cowboys struggling and the Eagles struggling, I mean, the NFC is the 49ers to to win right now, especially if they get home field advantage. Are they are they the smart play going forward as we get uh, as we head towards the playoffs, San Francisco? They're the odds-on favorite, certainly, especially when if you mentioned the, the get home field. And right now, well, with the, the Eagles and Cowboys dropping like flies, yeah, it looks. And and then on top of that, they had uh, you know head to head over both teams, blowout via blowout wins as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, I, I mean, nothing's a sure bet, but that, that's getting close. We'll see. I mean, obviously, you know, Christmas Day we got a really good matchup. I mean, Baltimore's one, obviously one of the top two, three teams in, in the AFC, even as far as a power rating goes. Record says that they are the best team, and I mean, look at San Francisco laying five and a half. That's telling you something right there. That uh, far and away, I, if we're talking on a neutral field, I mean, San Francisco against anybody in the league right now is laying two or three points. Titans were eliminated from uh, playoff contention this past Sunday, losing in overtime, of course, uh, at home in a crazy game with the Texans. They got the Seahawks coming in on Christmas Eve, Brad, and Seattle's only laying two and a half. Is that a product, you know, against a team with a losing record that really doesn't have a whole lot to play for? Is that a product of West Coast team coming across the country and playing at what would be you know, 10 a.m., their body clock time, and the fact that, uh, you know, we still don't know if Geno Smith's going to be available. What do, you, what do you make of that line? Yeah, a lot of uncertainty there. I mean, I'm anxious to see, I mean, what the market treats some of these teams that are out of it. If you're out of it, this will probably be the first week that you start showing some significant signs of, I mean, especially on a Christmas Eve, do you really want to play or not? So I think there's going to be some in-game live betting opportunities, but with regards to Seattle, a lot of uncertainty. Who's going to play quarterback? I'm not sure if there's a significant downgrade as far as Geno Smith to Drew Locke, even though the market reacted about two and a half points leading up to in the last night's game. Uh, short week, often upset, a thrilling win, even though Tennessee lost. Uh, I would lean with them, but I would prefer to tease them to eight and a half with a low total. So that's where I'm at there. Yeah, if you want to hear uh, another game that I had on uh, yeah. Sunday, Tennessee, that was some fun stuff there too. <laughs> Laying two and a half with Tennessee, wow, love it! What a weekend! <laughs> You're on fire, kid. We're talking with Brad Powers, <laughs> BradPowersSports.com. Click the Bill King tab at the top of the page. You can follow him on Twitter X at Brad Powers Seven. Um, another game that caught my eye, another NFL game. Lions at the Vikings. Vikings fighting for their playoff lives. The Lions feeling good about themselves about blowing out after blowing out Denver. But it's it's the Lions, Brad. The Lions are going to lie in. Yeah. They're laying three in this game. I love the Vikings in this game. What say you? 
Yeah, one of the plays that I've been sent. Uh, keep in mind, I I'm a college football originator. Sure. Sometimes I have to read and react in, in the NFL. Guys will tell me, "Hey, you're on this." I mean, it's not like I'm clueless, but uh, mm-hmm. they'll have inside information as far as injuries or whatnot and player lineups. But uh, the one pick that I did get first and for uh, first uh, thing on Monday morning was Minnesota plus three and a half. Still would lean that way at three. Uh, outright, I, I could see that one being an outright win for Minnesota. Hmm. Interesting. Um. You know, a lot of talk about uh, NFL MVP. What are you hearing in terms of what the odds makers are thinking? You know, uh, Hertz was a strong candidate, but, you know, he's probably fallen off the map a little bit. Same for uh, for Dak Prescott. You're hearing Brock Purdy, maybe Christian McCaffrey. Um, have you heard any buzz as to where people are leaning towards NFL MVP? Yeah, it's becoming... A little bit more clear that it, it probably, as long as 49ers continue to win, maybe Brock Purdy uh, probably also helped that Tyree kill. Uh, you know, obviously they don't give it to a wide receiver much, but he sat out um, and can't add to his ridiculous stats. But right now it's looking more like it's going to be Brock Purdy, uh, you know, a guy that, uh, you know, obviously in the draft no one really thought of him much. And still, I think there's still that kind of thing about him where, you know, is it, is it really Brock Purdy, or mm-hmm. is it all the great playmakers around him? Is it Shanahan's play calling? But believe it or not, uh, he would be the favorite right now. Wow, Mr. from Mister Irrelevant to NFL MVP. I I don't know, Brad. I I got a hard time, you know, believe or buying into a that. Oh, he's just a system quarterback. Or I mean, what it shows me is he's a very very coachable kid, right? Shanahan tells him what to yep. do with the ball and he does it and he you know he lets his playmakers do the work for him that's what that's good quarterbacking isn't it yes uh it is and then you know the the stretch where San Francisco struggled this year uh was the stretch where you know he got probably concussed in the Minnesota game on Monday night and so wasn't right in the Cincinnati game so yeah I mean he, he's if you don't think he means anything, get him out of the lineup and see what that line does with the San Francisco game. So he, he's worth several points of points, Fred. No doubt. I know we're kind of all over the place here, but uh, another bowl game that uh, has caught my eye, Brad. Peach Bowl, Ole Miss, Penn State, Nittany Lions laying four. How do you see that game? Well, hopefully everyone continues to play because there hasn't been very many opt-outs whatsoever. So Chop Robinson's the only guy out for Penn State, at, at least as we're saying this. I say that, and then Penn State's tackle and a few others will opt out. But right now it looks like one of the better bowl matchups uh, on the entire card, regardless of date. I am going with the over here. Penn State's without their defensive coordinator. They're without one of their best pass rushers. I don't have to worry about weather. Uh, they're in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the Dome there in Atlanta. I think, you know, Penn State, you think, oh, that offense stinks. Uh, but uh, I, I think in a controlled environment, extra practice time, they're young skill position guys, I'm going to lean over 48 and a half. But I'll probably put more of the fan hat on that one and mm-hmm. just try to enjoy what should be a really good bowl game. Yeah, it should be. Brad, get your plugs in, my man. Yep. Uh, right now you can go on, over to the website, bradpowersports.com, click on the Bill King tab. If you want the bowl guide as far as a bowl per as far as ATS, confidence contest, you want to see all my bets that I made so far, you can do so. 20 bucks for that bowl guide there. You can go to bradpowersports.com, click on the Bill King tab. What are your Christmas plans, Brad? Just going to hang out and watch games and bet on them? Or you got well, anything? I mean, I, I thought Scott Van Pelt said it best. Uh, you know, hey, kids, uh, no Christmas this year. Daddy bet Old Dominion. So, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the boat I'm in. 
Well, yeah, at least you have some games to maybe try to make up for the loss. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming on every week with us, Brad. Merry Christmas to you and yours, and uh, we can't wait to talk with you again because uh, got a lot to get into with these bowl games and obviously with the uh, with the NFL playoffs coming up. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Very Merry Christmas to you and everyone listening out there. All right. There he goes. Brad Powers, our Vegas insider, our guru. Uh, always good to talk uh, to uh, Brad. All right. Coming up, has the Tommy DeVito thing with the New York Giants finally come to an end? We'll explain uh, maybe not come to an end, but it's taken a different twist. We'll explain that. We'll take your phone calls, too. 615-844-5600. Jimmy Wyatt will join us at 1025 to talk Titans. And uh, we'll get to that and a lot more. Stay with us. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at worldwidegolf.com. 
The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. Greg Pogue out today celebrating the birth of his granddaughter, Alice Rose. Came into the world late last night. Uh, Mother and daughter are doing fine. Saw a picture. She looks absolutely gorgeous, so... Uh, Greg will be back with us uh, later in the week, I'm sure, but uh, certainly basking in the glow of the uh, birth of his beautiful granddaughter, and uh, we wish uh, the Pogue and Tan families uh, congratulations, and what a what a blessing uh, right before Christmas. So, uh, Greg, with a well-deserved day off today, he'll be back with us uh, at some point. Not sure when, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll get him back on the air. He can talk all about it. Meantime, let's go to the phones for the first time. It's Tony in Nolensville. Hi, Tony. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Congrats. Tony. Congrats to Papa Pokey. Papa Pokey. How about that, huh? I love it. It's great. That's, uh, it is great. Yeah, his, his life just changed again. <laughs> yeah, but you know what You know what? grandparents always say? That it's great because they get to play with the kids all day, and at the end of the day, they give them back to their parents. And they're, yeah. <laughs> I experienced it last weekend. Yeah, you spoil them rotten, and then you and then you then you walk away looking like the hero, right? That is the truth, uh, guys. Y'all done touched on it. The Western Kentucky game. I watched it in its entirety yesterday. That game was you insane. Know, and Patton, with with the game being the only game on yesterday, you know people might have turned off early after it got down twenty eight to nothing. Sure. But for those that tuned in when they called it, maybe twenty eight to twenty. Uh, 28 to 21 or mm-hmm. 35 to 21, they saw one hell of a game. Oh, it was a great game. And, it was a great game. And, you know, and, and, Pog- and Pogi always talks about, like, because a lot of people complain, oh, there's too many bowl games. And he's right. If you don't like it, don't watch. But, I mean, if you watch yesterday, you were thoroughly entertained and saw, it, you right. know, it, it, it was a great right. game yesterday. Well, maybe not a great game, but it was a great comeback. Well, Watson's touch on You're a football fan. You're going to watch some of these games. You're just going to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, for a third-string quarterback who went into the game thinking he's going to just be over here holding the clipboard or giving hand signals, right. what a hell of a game he had. 383 and yards guys, passing and five touchdowns, man. That was uh, right. that, that was something. Patton, you, you touched on this, Patton. The look on the uh, Old Dominion coach's face. Do y'all know who the coach is, the Old Dominion coach? Well, first of all, that was me, not Patton. But, uh... I was you, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. The old Dominion coach is Rick Rainey, who used to be the quarterback's coach under Franklin for many years. Oh, okay. That's right. That's You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but he was something. And one last thing, guys. I don't know if y'all have seen this. You're going to love it if you haven't seen it. Do y'all know who George Hilo is? Should I? Coach? No, you shouldn't, but I didn't know who he was either. Uh-huh. But guess who does know who he is? Who? Nick Saban. 
Saban at Alabama. Oh, yeah? George George Hilo, get this now. George Hilo was a former linebacker's coach at Michigan on the 2021 and 2022 staff. He was the former Michigan coach. Guess who put him to work immediately? Who? Nick Saban has hired him. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. He don't miss a drink, does he, John? Nope, nope. Nothing gets past him, man. <laughs> and he went out and immediately went and got this guy who's just probably, you know, hanging out watching TV somewhere with some grandkids. And uh, he hired him right off the bat and putting him to work immediately. Isn't it uh, uh, just ironically, don't Alabama play Michigan? <laughs> As a matter of fact, they do. Matter of fact, they do. Hey, guys, I'm going to run, but uh, congratulations, Pokey. And John, you're doing a hell of a job. You and Patton holding the holding the fort down. Thanks. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. There you go. There he goes. Tony in Nolensville. Always got the knowledge. So, uh, by the way, 615-844-5600. Give us a call. Love to hear from you today. So, Patton, as you know, I'm a New York Giants fan. And, uh, you know, it's been a, by and large, a bad season for the Giants. But there's been a little bit of excitement with Tommy DeVito, the North Jersey kid that's stepped in, won won a couple of games for the Giants, uh, led them on a on a last-second field goal drive last week to beat the Packers on Monday Night Football. He got his butt kicked uh, in New Orleans uh, with the Saints uh, this past Sunday. got sacked nine times. Well, Tommy DeVito is, you know, he's the talk of New York and New Jersey, you know, the whole New York metropolitan area. You know, he's got the Italian thing going and his family and his agent and the whole thing. Well, and, you know, he was uh, asked to do a lot of appearances and, you know, he could do no wrong. Well, apparently... There's a, there's a chink in the armor. Check this out. Tommy DeVito and his agent apparently have run afoul of a New Jersey pizzeria, which says it's canceled an event featuring the Giants quarterback because he doubled his appearance fee. Hey, man, you got to cash in. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Cons- Consiglio's old-fashioned pizzeria announced on social media that it would no longer be hosting DeVito on Tuesday after the restaurant, quote, received word from his agent that his appearance fee would be doubling from $10,000 to $20,000. Now, uh, his uh, agent, Sean Salato, you may have seen him on Monday Night Football dressed like, you know, a connected guy. Uh, According to an Instagram post by Consiglio's, agent Sean Salato raised the appearance fee after DeVito led the Giants to a comeback victory over the Packers on Monday Night Football. The Morristown, New Jersey-based restaurant posted the cancellation Sunday after DeVito struggled in the Giants' 24-6 loss to the Saints. So, uh, now, according to Stellato, well, Nino Consiglio, the pizzeria's owner, said, we agreed in principle to terms, two hours, 250 autographs, and $10,000, and then the agent couldn't be reached. He reached back out after Monday's game to tell us the price was now $20,000. And Stellato you know, it's basically denied it. So there you go. It's the price of fame. I, I mean, Thoughts? to uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fake to be quite honest with you. What what does? Well, just the doubling of wanting double. I, I don't, don't know. Have you seen Sean Stilato? I wouldn't put well, it past him. You know, as soon as the ball went through the uprights when they kicked the game winning field goal last week, he might have. Hey, by the way, the price just the price just doubled. You want Tommy? It's twenty thousand, not ten thousand. 
in the. I but don't if know. I'm Tommy, I'm taking the ten thousand. He's not making anything. He's an undrafted True. free agent. Yeah. Well, and just the the quote of I, I don't know that they can afford ten, but they can't twenty. I mean, I, I know they're double. I don't know. It's well, split just, it fifteen. Right. I, I mean, know. you understand? It might be the you know, as popular as Tommy DeVito is right now in that part of New Jersey. Twenty thousand might be worth it. There's a lot of people come right. out and sign autographs, and they're gonna they're gonna get a coke and a slice. Sure, that's a lot of cokes. That's a lot of slices, you know. And no probably doubt. gonna get a few whole pies there too. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so anyway, well, Tommy DeVito is uh, gonna lead the Giants uh, into Philadelphia on Christmas Day to get absolutely destroyed by an angry Philadelphia Eagles team. So I have that to look forward to. Merry Christmas. We'll come back and wrap up our number one right after this. Hmm. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the state. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's steak and chop house are usda prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous kansas city bone-in strip they even have two different surf and turf options and if you're looking for the other white meat bob steak and chop house serves a dry aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail for reservations give them a call or log on to the omni nashville hotel website Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth five hundred dollars stop worrying about your irs problem we can help you we promise call the tax doctor right now i mean right now to learn more 800-649-0142 that's 800-649-0142 Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The Trans Perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at musiccitybowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. 
This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derrick Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg Pogue, no doubt, walking on air after the birth of his beautiful granddaughter, Alice Rose. Congratulations to Greg, his family, Grace, Kyle. What an event. We got uh, basketball here tonight on these airways. 545 pregame, Tennessee State at Indiana State. I do not believe Larry Bird will be playing for the Sycamores. I, th- I believe his eligibility is up. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. He Indiana- had his COVID year last year. That's <laughs> We look at the Indiana State program. They didn't do anything before Larry Bird got there. and They haven't done anything since Larry Bird got there. And that's almost 40, 50 years, whatever it is. So... Uh, we will have that for you. 545 Tennessee State at Indiana State. Jim uh, Wyatt will join us next hour, 1025. We'll just get an update on what's going on with the Titans vis-a-vis Will Levis. And we were talking about this yesterday, Pat, and I agree with you. If I'm a Titans fan, I really do want to see Will Levis play as much as humanly possible between now and the end of the season just to get a feel and a look of what we have hopefully to look forward to going forward. Like, I've been on record saying I'm on board with him. I believe with him. I, I believe I believe in him. And I think he's going to be the guy. I really do. Now, they got to build around him. They got to protect him. They got to figure out what to do with the running game and Derrick Hendry and all that. But by and large, I've liked what I've seen. He really, like, he didn't play great the other day. He did throw a bad interception when he had Burks wide open for what would have been a walk-in touchdown. But he really hasn't had that real bad rookie quarterback clunker yet. Would you agree? Totally agree. And that's, you mentioned the got to protect them, got to have the weapons around them. They don't have it right now. No. And that's why I'm, I'm a little hesitant putting him back out there for these past, these next couple of games, because for one, you're eliminated from the playoffs. Right. For me as a fan, I'm looking for the best draft pick from here on out. I, I, I know the carrying momentum, all that sounds good, but like we talked about, how many of these guys, one, do you want back on this roster right. next year, and two are going to actually be on it? Well, I mean, that's the thing, because rosters change on average 30% from year to year. So, yeah, you're talking about, well, we can carry that momentum into the offseason and into next year. I'm kind of with you on that. It's like, really? Like you said, there's a lot of guys that they're going to want right. to move on from, <laughs> and there's other guys that are just going to move on either free agency or whatever. So... You know, but I, I, maybe I think, the momentum, you know, to close out the year yeah. isn't isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And I, I think the momentum point. really is the good kind of morale around Will Levis. I think that is good. That's as good a momentum as you can really want if you're an NFL franchise. You saw some really good moments from a rookie quarterback that doesn't really have a whole lot surrounding him right now. So for me, that's how I'm looking at it. Now uh, we'll. We'll hear from Mike Vrabel here in a couple minutes mm-hmm. on what he thinks, but uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's right. We're going to hear from Mike Vrabel. He spoke to the media yesterday, and uh, Titans getting ready to host the Seahawks on Sunday, Christmas Eve. Looking forward to that, kind of. 
And Jimmy Wyatt will join us as well at 1025 uh, to talk some more Titans. So stick with us. Got another hour to go. And you can call us, by the way. Just because Greg's not here doesn't mean you can't call. 615-844-5600. AM 95.9 FM Brentwood Nashville 107.9 FM Smyrna Nashville's first 24-hour sports station WNSR Nashville Sports Radio ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Texas Governor Greg Abbott setting up an immigration showdown with the federal government by signing a new law that allows local and state law enforcement in Texas to detain and arrest migrants that they suspect crossed into the country illegally. ABC's Maria Villarreal with more on what the critics are saying. Immigration rights advocates like the Texas Civil Rights Project, also the ACLU, basically saying this is encouraging racial profiling by having SB4 in place. And then on top of that, by immediately deporting them. We're not allowing migrants to request asylum, which is their right as they come into this country. A similar law in Arizona was partially struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court. Funding for the wars in Ukraine and Israel stalled as Senate leaders once again tried to iron out a new deal on immigration that has been tied to the aid. Israel raiding one of the last functioning hospitals in Gaza as Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announces a new international coalition to protect ships in the Red Sea. Sherry Preston, ABC News. More than $1.1 million worth of Kitta smoke and carbon monoxide alarms were donated in 2023 through Operation Save-A-Life. This public service campaign, sponsored by leading fire safety brand Kitta, along with the Home Depot and in collaboration with ABC, is designed to educate people on the dangers of fire and carbon monoxide poisoning while donating resources to communities across America. Most house fires are preventable with the right fire safety awareness and home safety products like smoke alarms. In fact, according to the National Fire Protection Association, almost three out of five home fire deaths are caused by fires in properties with no working smoke alarms. And according to the CDC, approximately 100,000 people go to the ER each year due to accidental carbon monoxide poisoning. Preparation is key to preventing fire and carbon monoxide tragedies and protecting yourself and loved ones. To learn more about Operation Save-A-Life and download safety education resources, please visit kida.com. WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. 
That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Hour number two of our radio program, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, and coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg Pogue out today, and for good reason, his granddaughter has arrived. Alice Rose Tant, born late last night, early this morning, and uh, Greg and his wife, uh, Robin, have been uh, back and forth to the hospital. His daughter, Grace, their daughter, Grace, doing just fine as is the newborn baby. So congratulations to uh, Greg, uh, his family, and of course to Kyle and his family, Grace's husband. Um, You know, we talked about it. We opened the show with it. What a blessed event and just in time for the holidays. Absolutely. Happy for Greg. Happy for both families. Uh, Everything from all accounts, mom's doing well, baby's doing well. Really, that's all you can ask for. Yep. And she's beautiful. We saw the picture. Speaking of the holidays, um, want to promote this art paducah's christmas miracle uh coming up today the mcfarlands darren and justin are going to be live at single tree barbecue this afternoon 2805 old fort parkway in murfreesboro tennessee uh they're looking for new blankets gloves and, and socks to uh to help the uh, less fortunate during the holiday time so stop by say hi to darren and justin eat some great barbecue mm. And if you can donate any, any like I said, blankets, gloves, socks to help out our less fortunate uh, during this holiday season, um, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, Darren and Justin would love to see it. And uh, they're on from 2 to 4. They're going to be live down there at 3 o'clock. New Middle Tennessee State head coach Derek Mason is going to join them. Mm. So uh, a great uh, event going on. Like I said, go uh, go check out the McFarland Show live at Singletree Barbecue in Murfreesboro. That's located at 2805 Old Fort Parkway uh, in Murfreesboro, in the borough. So uh, go check that out. And it's so important this time of year, man. We get caught up in everything we're doing, Patton, and you got a lot going on. You know, you're, you, you know, you're, 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 you got a wedding to get ready for. You're a homeowner now. You got a lot going on in your life. I got a lot going on in my life, but 
this is the time of year where we need to stop and remember the less fortunate because compared to a lot of people, we got it pretty darn good despite all the, you know, hectic things going on in our lives, you know? No doubt about it. Um, As much as uh, you would maybe like things to go differently, like you said, we've we've got it pretty darn good talking sports Monday through Friday here on the radio, so no doubt. Not not too shabby. Jimmy White's going to join us at 1025 to talk Titans. Uh, Mike Vrabel did speak to the media yesterday following Sunday's overtime loss to the Texans at Nissan Stadium. A loss, of course, that eliminates the Titans from playoff contention, unfortunately. So, Titans fans, you don't have uh, the playoffs to look forward to. But still three games to go. And knowing Vrabel like we think we know him, these, these guys are going to show up and they're going to play their butts off these last three games. And they're going to play to win. No doubt, two games at homes and really two games for fans. Maybe the last time you'll see Derrick Henry uh, in in a two tone blue, uh, effectively. So yeah, still a lot to play for. Some players that you maybe uh, team favorites you maybe won't get to see again. So it's definitely still a lot to go. And uh, whether it's Will Levis, Ryan Tannehill, we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, all right. What do we got from Vrabel from yesterday? Uh, yeah, we'll just start from the beginning here, yep. and uh, we'll play it a little bit. Just Mike Vrabel uh, addressing the media yesterday. Uh, Mike, how is Will? Have you gotten the test results back? And depending on his health, is it, uh, it? do you have to weigh the fact that you're eliminated on whether or not you put him on the well, field? Well, I, I don't think that that uh, necessarily weighs into, you know, the factor, the decision right now. I want to make sure that, one that he can protect himself, uh, that he can do his job up to the expectations uh, that we have, and that uh, that he, you know, really the most important thing is that that any player can protect themselves out there when uh, you know during a game. So it's Monday right now. You know he's sore, obviously, like a lot of guys, and uh, we'll see. You know how things go. Uh, does it factor in maybe to a guy like Jeff or somebody like that who was expected to miss some time, maybe could have forced his way back in had you guys needed him for a playoff push, but now how, how does that change your... Well, I don't know if, if, you know, I think everybody that's out is uh, doing everything they can to, to get back until, you know, we have to uh, or decide to put them on injured reserve for... Uh, which would, you know, at this point in time, end their season. So that hasn't happened. Um, so I know that that everybody that that wasn't healthy enough to play in the game is is doing everything they can to get back and and realizing that uh, you know every every snap is is meaningful. It means something to somebody, and you know, so I wouldn't exclude Jeff from that or anybody else if they can if they can play. We want them to play. Will's injury to what Ryan went through these last couple of years? Uh, I think the mechanism is the same as similar and, you know, those are those are things that, you know, make it difficult and, you know, those are things that come up, you know, as you're, you know, getting tackled or in a pile or anything like that. Yeah, you dealing with that ankle? Yeah, you know, I mean, just kind of same thing he has been dealing with. I guess as far as run defense goes, how many missed tackles did you count? And, and do you well, there was a handful, but there was also some. You know, I don't want to, you know, get this, you know, but third and fifteen, and they handed off for fourteen yards. You know, there was a couple of those third down and long situations where some of those yards were 
were had, there were some some snaps on first and second down and normal down and distances that that weren't good enough. But then there was also, you know, a, a lot that were. So um, I think some of the numbers, um, and again, I don't have a percentage, but there's somewhere on third and long where they handed off and were in a substituted defense. And, you know, either way, it's got to be better. There were some missed tackles and, you know, we, we have to be better all the way around and all three phases. What about on the interior of the D-line? Like, it seemed like a lot of the runs were between the tackles. What, what was happening there? Well, the couple that were in, in, inside were, um, you know, the third and long where, you know, Nico and Arden are playing on third down. There was another, you know, 12-yard gain backed up on the, you know, two-yard line that, you know, went inside that, you know, got to fit, get off blocks and, and tackle. Um, you know, and then there were some good snaps where they tried to cut back and Marlon or Jaleel or, you know, Keandre or, you know, one of those guys inside were there. At what point is determination to establish the run turn into stubbornness to do something that's been futile? Well, we don't ever want to be uh, stubborn, but also knowing that, you know, some of those things that, allow us to, to gain yards downfield in the play pass game are also uh, set up through through that run game. And, you know, so I don't think it's a stubbornness. We have to be balanced. We have to use those formations and those running plays, um, you know, to, to set up some of those play passes down the field and, you know, be able to uh, – you know, create good pockets for the quarterback so that they can deliver the football so whoever's in there can, can step up and throw the ball downfield, you know, like we did a couple times yesterday and that we have done, you know, in the past. And then we'll have to just try to stay as balanced as possible and let those things marry with each other. Dalton's line got to make over in the offseason and it hasn't necessarily translated into better play. Do you need to maybe reevaluate uh, what you look for in offensive linemen and how they play? Well, we're just focused on this week right now, and we'll worry about and be as diligent as we can in uh, evaluation at every position, um, you know, in the off season. But you know, right now we're focused on and, and continuing to, to find ways to improve, and most importantly, find ways to win. And then in the evaluation process. Uh, that'll that'll come after the season. Mike, when you talk about the offensive line and are asked about the offseason, you kind of always pivot every time, though, worried about the next game, or Paul asked yesterday about the offensive line and just talked about protecting as opposed to what happened in the offseason. You think that is the accountability for the fans about what happened with the offensive line this year that kind of dodging a little bit? No. With the offensive line, like, and talking to some of them, they, they said that it wasn't anything new that they saw, but they did have problems communicating and just picking up assignments. Is that something that, like, how do you handle the accountability for that? Is that the players? Is that the coaching staff collective? How do you handle that? It, it's all of it. it. It's every single one of us. It starts with me, and, you know, we, we knew that this was a fast defense. Like, you know, there's good players. You, know. you like to watch tape, you know, Malik Collins and, you know, Sheldon Rankins, like we knew where they were going to be. And, and if you're not good with your communications or staying, you know, good on your combinations, they create penetration. 
which which then makes you loose and everything else. So um, we, we've said this. Like, there's a call that goes in. At that point in time, it's on the 11 players on on each uh, in each phase to communicate, to work together with somebody to identify the the mic to know your assignment, to strain, to do everything that you can to put yourself in a position to protect the guy with the ball, whether it's a run, whether it's a keeper, whether it's a play pass. Like, that's how it goes down, that the coach tries to give them as many details throughout the week and show them some things that, that are going to help them. Um, and, and then you have to go out, and if there's new looks that you see, then you come over on the sidelines and you make adjustments or you, hey, this is what's happening now. I know we had talked about this, but you know, for the most part, you know, they were pretty much that was the structure that we had seen uh, in the previous weeks. When they're running 17 times for 12 yards on first down, is that setting up play action? Are people biting on that, or are they having a fine time stopping the run with what they have up front? Did it establish anything for you to do in play action? Well, we hit a strike uh, behind the linebackers, you know, late in the game. Um, to Hopkins, so it, it must have done something. I mean, there was. Um, was that trade off worth it? I, again, we, we didn't win the game, and you know you have to understand that there's some of these play pass protections are also advantageous to allowing the quarterback to move the spot to to change his launch uh, location and you know give us an opportunity to to protect, but also still run a you know, a route that we think is going to be good versus their coverage. Well, what's the trade-off there in terms of the the frequent conversations we had about not being behind the sticks when out of all of those first downs, you're coming out generally at second and ten or, or worse? Well, that was, you know, yesterday we've, you know, done well and, you know, again, previous weeks of, you know, our average gain on, on first down, whether that be running or throwing it, uh, try to stay as – uh, balanced as possible, um, and also try to do, uh, you know, possess the football, try to find ways to win a football game, and you know, it didn't work out yesterday. Said how, many, how much freedom does Will have at the line of scrimmage, and has he exercised it a lot to this point in terms of getting you in the right plays? I think specifically I'm thinking of a couple of instances yesterday where it looked like they were bringing run pressures and you essentially ran into it. At the yeah, and, and I think that there is some of that uh, that we have to be able to um, expand on or at least, you know, can it and, and try to, you know, maybe get it to the other side. Um, to give us a little bit of better angle, um, you know, and there's some, you know, relief throws that we can make and things that are in there. And, um, you know, I think it's important just to, you know, as long as everybody's on the same page uh, between him and the receivers or him and the offensive line and what we're trying to do, um, that, that's what's most important. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to work on that. Mike. All right, well, had to let my guy Steve Lehman from News Channel 5, my partner in crime, get the last question in there. A um, lot of questions about the offensive line there, Pat. What would yes. you make what'd you make of what Vrabel had to say? Well, uh, more of the same, and I, I know uh, if Greg were here, he will say, well, what do you want him to say? And I understand that completely. <laughs> but his comment there, and, and he said it a couple times. This is the first time I've really thought about it. We want to be balanced. We, we, we want to be very balanced. 
balanced isn't 20 runs on first down, mm-hmm. uh, Mike. Uh, and and I thought Paul made a good point. Is the trade-off worth it of being right. in second and 10 15 times to get a 15-yard completion once? Mm-hmm. To me, it isn't. And uh, the really, and I, I hear, I see a couple people saying, well, what do you want Tim Kelly to do? I mean, he's he's got a bad hand right now. I, I, I get that at some point. But, but you're getting he, paid to make adjustments. Right. He's got to be better, too. And this is that's your job. This is now a, a worrying trend that the Titans had again last year. Jump out to a 13 point lead in the second half. You kick a field goal. That's it. I yeah. mean, and yep. I, what for whatever reason, opposing teams are, are able to adjust offensive and defensively. But for whatever reason, whatever we're doing in the locker room. I don't know if we're shooting dice. I, I don't know what we're doing in there, but no adjustments are, are being made. Yeah, it doesn't appear. And Steve brought up a good point, too. It felt like they were running into a lot of run blitzes and a lot of run pressures. I mean, Houston was selling out. They were like, we are not going to let Derrick Henry destroy us like he has in the past. Will, Le- Will Levis, you beat us throwing the ball there, Rook. More power to you. If we lose this game, it's not going to be because Derrick Henry ran wild. Mm-hmm. We will see to that. So, you know, I, you know, D'Amico Ryan's he was he was a really good linebacker, the head coach of the Texans. Yep. You know, he gets it. He's been on the business end of a lot of those Derrick Henry games. And I think he just said, I, I don't care what happens. Derrick Henry's not beating us. If Will Levis beats us, we can live with it. You know, I'll I'll you know, I'll I'll take the heat for that. But we're not letting Derrick Henry beat us. And, you know, you're right. Where's the adjustment? Right? That's, that's what coaches get paid to do. And, it's a game of adjustments. And, and I'm willing to bet D'Amico Ryans showed uh, Derrick Henry's Houston Texans highlight Absolutely. reel all week long. So you're going to let this, this is, guy? This is what this guy has done to you. He's embarrassed you. Yep. You guys are paid professionals, and this guy made you look like Pop Warner kids. Right. You're going to let that happen again? Yeah. So right? credit to them. Credit to them. All right. More Titans talk ahead. Uh, Darren McFarland's going to join us at 1040 to talk about uh, – his uh, remote coming up this afternoon. Great event uh, out in Murfreesboro um, uh, to benefit uh, those in need this holiday season. He'll he'll uh, he'll talk about that. But up next, we're going to talk with Jimmy Wyatt from uh, TennesseeTitans.com. More Titans talk. Your phone call. Stay with us. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownie? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, 
downtown. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and ETN. Baker and the Bucks can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans. Mayfield goes deep left side, has Mike Evans for a Bucks touchdown. It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Text the show at 615-844-5600 and ask Greg how his shoulder feels. Well, I imagine his shoulder's feeling great. He's not feeling any pain right now. Greg Pogue celebrating the birth of his first granddaughter, Alice Rose, born late last night. So Greg's out today. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Joining us now, our good buddy from TennesseeTitans.com, senior writer, editor, Nashville's own, the great Jim Wyatt. Jimmy, good morning. How are you? JB, I appreciate that introduction. I'm doing great. Well, happy holidays to you and your family. Appreciate you jumping on with us and, uh, Jimmy, we haven't been here in a while. You know, uh, this uh, portion of the season, knowing that the Titans are, uh, are are not going to the playoffs. It's been a while for that. Yeah, it is. And it was kind of, you know, listening to Mike Bramley yesterday, he didn't even know exactly what he wanted to tell the team because they've never been, he's never been in a situation where you're eliminated from the playoffs and you're kind of playing out the, playing out the string, uh, I guess, to finish this season. And um, so it's, it's uh, not where you want to be. Certainly, is disappointing. You know, I never looked at this season as as a rebuilding year, mm. um, and it, and it shouldn't be this way. I mean, this is the reality of it. Is this team's five and nine and could easily be nine and five if you win some of the games you've won in the past. And I'm talking about the Colts two Colts games. I'm talking about this game this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Steelers game, and uh, and there's some other games that Titans were competitive in and. 
just didn't find a way to win them. But that's where you are. And you lose those kind of games and you turn what could be a, a season where you have a lot of excitement going into the last couple of weeks in December and into January. Instead, you're, you're, you're playing spoiler and nobody is happy about that. And, um, but, but still, you know, you got to play and right. certainly the Titans want to be competitive and want to win these games. Um, you know, and, and you got a hot, hot Seahawks team coming in here now after that win last night, and you got a couple other teams that are trying to get in the playoffs. So now you're playing spoiler. Yeah, you know, um, I do the I do the podcast with Keith Bullock, and uh, it's on it's on these airwaves as well. And you know, he brought up something pretty interesting even a couple of weeks ago. You know, basically saying at this point, as a player, you're playing for the emblem on the side of your helmet, and you're playing for the name on the back of your jersey. I mean, that's. That's pretty much has to be the mindset for these players for these last three games, no? Yeah, and and you're playing for you know your future too. Like the name you mentioned, the name on the back of the jerseys. I mean, if you're trying to mail it in or tank it or whatever, uh, however you want to call it, you know, other people see that. Other teams that are watching you and you know you're going into free agency here in a couple of months. Uh, you got to play your best, and you got to show that you're willing to fight, you know, even through the tough times and, and dealing with adversity. So so you you got to hold each other accountable in times like this. You know, Mike Brable has always been able to do a good job of getting guys ready to play. You know, this team that hadn't been good enough this year, playing hard has not been good enough this year. you got to be able to execute. You can't make mistakes. you got to make better um decisions and play calls and other situations so it's it's on everybody when you're five and nine and um but i expect the team to play hard and i expect them to fight and um and you just gotta um, try to finish this season on a positive note yeah are you one of those believers uh jimmy you've been covering this league a, a long time covering this uh franchise um ever since they got here to nashville are you one of those people that believes a strong finish and a non-playoff year that momentum can carry into the next year. The reason why I ask is because you mentioned it, the rosters change so much, what by average, like 30% from year to year. And you're going to have draft, you know, uh, draft picks coming in, free agents coming in. Where are you on that whole, you know, we got to finish strong to carry that momentum in the next year. Yeah. I don't think I subscribe to that. I mean, yeah. it makes you feel good as a fan base to see right. the team playing hard at the end. And I think even the Texans last year, what they did in the final week of the season where they weren't playing for anything and they had the number one seed wrapped up and then they find a way, I say the number one seed, they had the number one draft spot wrapped up and then they find a way to win that game and um, when nobody expected them to, and it certainly it cost them some draft stock, but um, you know, I, I think it, it resonates with the fan base when you win a game like that. And then this, think of the way that one played out. I mean, they may have picked CJ Stroud anyway, but every, but that's good karma when mm. you finish the season and fight at the end. And um, and while this season's going to go down as a as a disappointment and a failure, I still think you can look back at that game on Monday night in Miami, yeah. showing that this team hey is going to fight, and you have a good memory from this season. You you don't want to go out and um, you know, lose these next three games and have a sour taste in your fan base's mouth of what happened. I, I don't believe momentum carries over because, like you said, JB, there's going to be so much turnover. Uh, but I think you can, um, you know, and I don't know what Will Levis's 
status is going to be. I think I think you can improve and get better through all this. And and if Levis is able to play, you can benefit from from having good having some success here at the end. Jimmy Wyatt is our guest. TennesseeTitans.com at Jay Wyatt Sports on Twitter X. Senior writer, editor uh, for the Titans website. Uh, Jimmy, I agree with you. And, you know, uh, you look at uh, Will Levis. I mean, not his best performance the other day. Obviously, you know, you talk about the interception where he had Traylon Burks wide open down the left sideline for an easy walk-in touchdown. But, you know, you're gonna, you know, he's a rookie. These things are going to happen. The thing that encourages me, I've been impressed with Levis, the way he's handled himself and the leadership he's shown on the field. And knock on wood, he really hasn't had that expected rookie clunker game yet, right? Yeah, I mean, and he's made some bad throws, and he yep. hasn't been perfect, but I think he has gotten, clearly he's gotten better, and I, I, I like what I've seen from him, from a leadership standpoint, from a, from a toughness standpoint, from an ability standpoint. Um, you know, kid has some swagger to him, and, and definitely he has to get better. I didn't think he played great on Sunday. He right. shortened a lot of his throws. He made a really bad interception through a really bad interception, but, um, you know, he's playing well enough for this team to win. And he's played well enough for this team to win more games than it has with him at quarterback, but it just hadn't played out that way. Um, but I, I, I will say this, and again, there's three games left, but based on what I've seen from him, I think he's a guy that I would feel good about going into next year as a starter. I mean, I, I think, you know, a couple of months ago, people might have wondered, okay, if this team plays poorly, you're picking, you're trying to get one of these quarterbacks in this draft. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that. I'm, that's my mindset right now after seeing him play. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think he, I think he's the guy going forward. Now, will he be the guy long term? We'll find out. But I think, I agree with you. I think he definitely deserves to be the guy heading into next year. Uh, Jimmy, you mentioned uh, Vrabel's press conference yesterday. A lot of questions about the offensive line. A lot of questions about play selection on first down in that game this past Sunday. Uh, these things tend to magnify if they're not working when you're five and nine, right? Yeah, and they're not working. I mean, the Titans are giving up fifty sacks this year, mm-hmm. and um, you know, two quarterbacks have been hurt because the protections have been so bad. Um, what the team has tried this year hasn't worked, and Andre Dillard was was. Uh, no, just turned out to be a big disappointment, yep. and and uh, other guys need to play better. And uh, there's no other way around it. I mean, and and if you do better there, then you are not sitting at five and ten and nine with with the hurt quarterback again. So that, that's got to be an area that gets addressed uh, in a better fashion this off season. And if it doesn't, you know, we're going to be talking next December about a season, a lost season, which is what this one's turning out to be. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be better. And it, it's not everybody. I mean, it, it's not all the old line. I mean, you got to be able to help them out too at times uh, in different ways, but um, it just hasn't been very good. No, it certainly hasn't. Jimmy White is our guest. Jimmy, uh, obviously Derek Henry for the first time kind of, publicly contemplating his future after the game. I thought his comments were pretty interesting after the game. I think he's been really interesting to hear from all season long. Obviously, 
final year of his contract. We don't know what his future is going to be. I'm not going to ask you to speculate on that because you work for the team and it wouldn't be fair of me to ask. But, you know, what did you make overall of what Derek had to say after the game Sunday? Well, I mean, reality is he doesn't know, and, and I don't think anybody knows. Yeah. And, and just, you know, I, I've kind of caught wind uh, since the game that maybe that didn't come across exactly how he uh, envisioned. Uh, you know, I think he was speaking emotionally after the game, and and uh, I, I, I don't – I know that he feels like uh, he did not say, hey, my time with the Titans is up. Right. It's been a great run, and I know I've got three games left. He he, he didn't say that. He didn't intend to say that. Um, and, and the reality is I, I don't think people thought that, but there has been a lot of chatter about his comments, and I, I think he kind of regrets that in some ways. I mean, I, I think, again, where we stand right now on December the 19th is, is Derrick Henry you know, has – and the Titans have three games left in this season. Right, his contract's up. Um, there was always going to be a lot of uncertainty heading into this offseason with him and with some other players, and we're not going to know how some of this is going to play out until conversations take place, and until we really know how the dust settles on a, a lot of things surrounding this team. Uh, so um, he's in limbo, and and he knows it. I think everybody knows it, and we're just going to have to wait and see how, how it all plays out. Yeah, you're definitely right. We're talking with Jimmy Wyatt. Jimmy, uh, you mentioned it. Uh, Titans host the uh, Seahawks Christmas Eve at Nissan Stadium. Um, Seahawks have a lot to play for, obviously trying to um, get into a wild-card playoff spot. Big win last night over the Eagles on Monday Night Football. They're coming in on a short week, obviously, and um, not sure who their starting quarterback's going to be. But what'd you make of uh, Drew Locke's performance last night? Well, I thought he played tough. I mean, I, I have to say, I you know, I was I was happy for him, especially listening to his post game. Wasn't that great? We played that to yeah. start the show, Jimmy. That was great. I thought, I thought well, that was great. I mean, and and you see kids and you. You kind of judge them from afar, and I, and I don't know Drew Luck well. I certainly remember him in college, and mm-hmm. you know during his other stops in the NFL, um, and you know he's kind of been a funny meme, and people have <laughs> uh, from from some of the sideline answers before, but yeah. Uh, but then you see him play last night and and do what he did uh, in crunch time. And um, and see him having fun doing it, and then listening to him post game, where you could tell just how much it meant for, to him. Um, I loved it, and I, I think you know I really was happy for him, um, and I thought it was a great finish to that game. You know, if you're an Eagles fan out there, I'm sorry for you. I'm not trying to celebrate. That I'm not. I'm a Giants fan. I love but, it. Be yeah, miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys fans but too. <laughs> but it's fun. It's, it's that's the, what's so great about the NFL and sports is that you, know, you get an opportunity like this uh, for a lot. Of, a guy, a lot of people wrote off, and then he made the most of it. And, and the conversation in Seattle right now is a lot different now than it would have been if they'd have lost that game. So I was happy for him. I love seeing comebacks. I love seeing upsets. And I always kid my wife when she bails on a game. She's a she's a first grade teacher right. in town, and and most of the people at her school don't watch sports uh, a lot. But 
well, she went. She bailed on that game with about two minutes left, and went upstairs. And when I came up there, I said, "Well, everybody at the water cooler is going to be talking about that game last <laughs> night." And she said, "Well, one, they don't have a water cooler, and two, nobody talks about sports at her school." But but I certainly was celebrating watching that game last night. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Jim, uh, who's who's number one on your uh, NFL power rankings? Who's the team to beat? San Fran. I think the 49ers, yeah. yeah. And now that it looks like they're going to get home field advantage, it's going to be tough for them to beat. You know, if the Eagles not have kind of had a little mini collapse here with three losses in a row. I mean, mm-hmm. I think going through Philly, playing in the elements in January, playing in front of that home crowd, they were going to be tough to beat. Not that they're going to be a pushover now, but it's completely different now when you know chances are. And I know the, I know the 49ers, we got the Ravens coming up, but because of – wins over you know i think over dallas and over philly they they got the tiebreaker and and i think there are two other games i don't see them losing either one of them so i, I think the road to the nfc is going through san francisco and so i'm gonna make them the favorite there in the afc uh it, it's crazy you know and, and i've said that the titans picked a bad year to be bad because i don't mm-hmm. think the afc is great this year uh you know baltimore uh is looking like they have the edge for the number one seed. You know, Titans went toe to toe with them after a really poor start, and yep. uh, didn't. I'm not overly impressed with them. Miami Titans went down there one last week. Kansas City doesn't seem to be what they have been. Jack, you know, the AFC South winner is 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 um, going to end up being average, I think. So, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you. If Buffalo gets hot. And uh, and wins the AFC. We'll see. Uh, Buffalo's getting hot. Yeah, that's a team you don't want to see in the playoffs right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, well I made a, a 40, uh, yeah 49ers Buffalo Super Bowl. Okay. All right. The Chris Berman Super Bowl. Um, I made a bold prediction yesterday. I don't know if you you heard it or not. I believe the Cleveland Browns will reach the AFC Championship game. I think they got something going with 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 uh, Flacco there. Their defense is playing well. They've overcome. Just catastrophic injuries, man. I don't know. I got a good feeling about Cleveland. I would think When's the last time you heard somebody say that, Jimmy? That's probably back uh, yeah, probably, been a little while. Maybe Bernie Kosar days, Kosar right? Days. Yeah. And uh, so that, that could uh, Ernest Biner days. Yep. They, they should have beaten the uh, should have beaten the Broncos uh, that year to to keep a Super Bowl dream alive. So, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, they got the defense. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, and they, it's, it's a, that's a tough, scrappy football team. I'd be surprised if they uh, if they do that, but um, but we'll see. I think it's anybody's game in the AFC. Yeah, Jimmy, you're the best. We appreciate you coming on as always, my friend. Okay, Jimmy, appreciate you having me. Hope you have a great day. All right, there he goes, Jimmy Wyatt from TennesseeTitans.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Darren McFarland's going to join us to talk about his great event coming up uh, later this afternoon from 2 to 4. Stick around. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, 
Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarlane weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarlane Show. And I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four, and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're pro professionals who care it's a bill king show we are college football centric that is the sun that warms our planet that we live on our planet actually isn't flat or round it's an oblong steroid and we are here to proselytize about it edify it every day on this here radio show Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Putting the fun in dysfunctional. You can hear him every afternoon from 2 to 4 on these very airwaves. Darren McFarland, he and Justin McFarland on the McFarland Show. Darren joins us now. Darren, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning, John. How are you? Wonderful. Great to talk with you. Uh, you guys got a really cool event coming up this afternoon, and uh, um, wanted to get you on to 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 uh, promote it. Well, I appreciate it. We Absolutely. are indeed uh, down in the borough, down in my neck of the woods. I'm in Rutherford County, and to get on 24 and go the other way makes me happy, <laughs> as opposed to getting on 24 and going towards downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with all that being said, that's my little 24 soapbox that I love to get on. Uh, worst stretch of highway in the country. Anyway, um, 
We are at Single Tree Barbecue down in Murfreesboro today, and it is a fantastic barbecue joint at 2805 Old Fort Parkway. And we'll be there doing the show from 2 to 4. Uh, new MTSU football coach Derek Mason is going to show up at 3 o'clock, so we're excited about that. Uh, but more importantly, John, we're trying to do some good. Uh, yes, we want to get the word out about the Single Tree Barbecue because it's a fantastic place to eat down in Murfreesboro. Yes, we want to talk uh, Blue Raider football with new MTSU coach Derek Mason, but we also know that uh, as this city continues to grow, unfortunately the homeless population continues to grow, and uh, they need help, and they need a lot of help. And we're trying to help them on Christmas morning, and if you can swing by and bring a, you know, a couple new blankets or new gloves or new socks, uh, Charlie Eblen, who is the owner of Singletree Barbecue, who's an MTSU grad, uh, is going to give everyone who comes through the doors with uh, something of they're going to give, that he's going to give them a pork sandwich, a free pork sandwich. Nice. That is fantastic. So we really could use your help. There's also, uh, you know, technology is beautiful in 2023. This thing's come a long way. By the way, Art Perduca, for anybody who doesn't know the story, that's Pat Sperduto, the former uh, Cats coach, head coach twice, former Titans coach, now basically the big cheese scout for the Kansas City Chiefs mm. who lives here in town. Um, it, there's a story behind it. It's a funny story. But anybody who sees Art Paducah's Christmas Miracle, that's Pat Spurdino. In fact, he'll be on site today. Oh, wonderful. He's a, he's a great man. He's been doing this ever since he was the Nashville Cats head coach, going all the way back to the days when he lived in Boston. Um, and so it's come a long ways. You can Venmo his daughter, Rosie Sperduto, and that's literally what it is, at Rosie Sperduto. Any money that, and people have been Venmoing, any money that's Venmoed will obviously, all that will be used to go buy these new items, blankets, gloves, and socks, so we can hand out on Christmas morning, John. And this is something you've done for a number of years, right, Darren? My son just turned 12 years old, and he doesn't know any other way to start off Christmas morning than getting in the car and uh, heading to Yogi's Pizzeria to pick up the food and the drinks and load up the cars, meet everyone there, and then head to all the places that we go to hand out food and drinks and clothes, warm things. And so he doesn't know anything else. That's how long. Uh, the wife and I have been together almost two decades, John, mm -hmm. and that's all we've ever known doing together. So... I've been doing it uh, with Pat. We've been doing it with Pat Sperduto and the Sperduto family and a lot of other families, by the way. It's not just us and their family, the Donics. There's a, there's a lot of families of all people helping. We've been at it for, for two decades plus. So, And, uh, you know, again, we've watched uh, this thing grow, and that's not a good thing. To uh, Man, it's, there's a lot of people who need help a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people less fortunate than us, John, and uh, we're just trying to do our very little part in all this, and and that's what we're trying to do. Today we're in Murfreesboro. Thursday we'll be up in Hendersonville at Birdie Bros doing the same thing. So nice. we hope uh, people can, uh, if they're in that area of town, either today in Rutherford County or up in Hendersonville on Thursday, they can stop in and, and uh, bring some items to help us or, or just Venmo Rosie's Perdudo. Well, I think that's wonderful what uh, what what you do, Darren. You and Justin uh, at uh, Single Tree Barbecue today. 
uh, from 2 to 4, broadcasting live. As you mentioned, Derek Mason, new MTSU football coach, is going to join you at 3 o'clock. Hey, I wanted to ask you real quick, Darren, about the Preds, man. they got a little win streak going. Got Vancouver coming in tonight. Boy, they, they're they fun to watch, man. You, you know the goaltending is going to be there from Saros, but, man, they're generating some offense under Bruno. I like what I see so far. What say you? Uh, yeah, it seems like they're getting very acclimated to a system <laughs> and uh, a team that was 5-10 and 10, uh, after 15 games this season and looked like, uh, uh-oh, like what? where's this going? Uh has now won 13 of their last 16, and uh, gosh, they, they've gone from the bottom of the ranks and now threatening the top of the ranks in the division. So, And by the way, the division has fired two coaches mm-hmm. during that time. Minnesota and St. Louis have fired their coaches to try to get things sparked on their end. So, yeah, the Preds got it going on. UC Saros, like you said, a little bit sluggish start. He's yep. kind of always done that. So that's not anything new, but he is certainly uh, business has picked up on the that net minders end, and uh, you know the guy they also gave that big contract to Philip Forsberg is certainly pulling his weight too. He has uh, had quite the start to the season. Look, the bottom line is if that guy can stay healthy and play 82 games this year, he he, he gives you know it gives them a, a much better chance of winning if Philip Forsberg is out on the ice and number nine is running around. Uh, like the crazy man, like he's been playing later, lately. By the way, he loves overtime, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's afraid of overtime. <laughs> yeah, that's when he comes alive. Hey, Darren, yeah. appreci- Darren, appreciate you coming on. Uh, congrats on the great event, and uh, love what you do for the community here, and uh, glad you were able to come on and uh, prom- uh, promote your event. Appreciate the time. Thanks so much. All right, Darren McFarland, 2-4, to four, him and Justin McFarland at Single Tree Barbecue today. Uh, in Murfreesboro. Come on down. Bring some new blankets, gloves, coats, whatever you can to help the homeless this holiday season. We're back to wrap things up right after this. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. 
I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, yeah halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. If you love stream of consciousness, lost in a tangent, where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my head radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton show is for you. Real quick before we get out of here, let's go to the phones. Dr. Detroit joins us. Dr. D. My brother's keeper. Good morning. I'm going to have to uh, run up to Murfreesboro and uh, help support Darren's needs. Um, Oh, good for you, man. They'd love to see you. Yeah. That's a challenge, and I'll definitely accept. I mean, everybody's pretty much hurting these days. Uh, real quick, I, I don't know if I talked to you last week, but thank you, or Johns, for uh, knocking off Green Bay for me. I'm not happy uh, to do it. Happy, happy to help, Dr. D. Right. All right. Now, the last thing, if we split between the Vikings mm-hmm. and happen to lose to Dallas, do we still win our conference? You mean your division? Division. I'm sorry. Uh I think you should be okay, but I okay. think you're gonna. I okay. think you're gonna. I think you're gonna win both the Minnesota games. I think you're gonna go well, two I one. Think, I, I think you're gonna I'm, both Minnesota games. You're gonna lose to Dallas, but you should be fine. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's tough to beat the Cowboys at home, but yeah. on the road they're a mess. Thank you, John. Thank you, Doctor Detroit. Wow, short and sweet from Doctor D. All right. So, uh, do we know is Greg going to be with us tomorrow? We don't know, do we? Don't know. Yeah, he's in, he's basking in the glow of the birth of his beautiful granddaughter. I don't even know if he's doing the TSU game tonight. I don't think he is. So They're at Indiana State, and he's here. Well, I know they were planning on doing a remote. Okay, all right. I believe. Well. So we'll see. Well, either way, we'll have the game for you right here right, on, yeah. uh, on WNSR. It could be Nick Guerrero on the call. <laughs> yeah, it could be. By the way, uh, Grizzlies play tonight, not on our air, but uh, Jaw is back tonight, correct? Jaw is back. Ja is back. What do you expect from Ja? 
Uh, good question. I don't know. I, I mean, it's probably going to take him a couple games to kind of get reacclimated, but unfortunately for him, I'm sure he was hoping to maybe walk into a somewhat peaceful situation with the Grizzlies. They mm-hmm. need him. Yeah, they need they, him bad. Yeah, they need, him they bad. need to start winning games badly. So. Yeah, I, there's still some time to maybe get back into some kind of contention here, but yeah, they've, they've been off to a, a really bad start yeah. without him. So we, you, you hope for the best for the young man because the league needs them. Adam Silver needs them. They need young stars that they can kind of hitch their wagon to as, you know, LeBron and Steph and KD and some of these other older stars will begin to probably ride off into the sunset in, in the next couple of years. All right, Patton, we, we made it through another show together. Great job as always. Great job by you, John. Always fun. McFarland's 2-4 to four live at Singletree Barbecue in uh, Murfreesboro. Stop in, bring in the uh, new hats, coats, gloves, whatever you can do to help the needy this holiday season. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Congratulations to the Pogue and Tant families. Jim Rome is next. a.m.